Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it cash back match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. There is a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. This is the dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call the twilight zone. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the block. It's your girl, Red. Well, I guess we in the twilight zone, y'all. I had to hit y'all with that because, like, it's a solo show. I think I'm on episode 43. And, you know, Red just got to vent a little bit. You know what I'm saying? We're going to use the block as my my uh, my therapy, my, my go-to person to talk to. I'm really talking to myself and talking to y'all at the same damn time. So check that out. But, no, um, let's see. It is the twilight zone that we are living in. Welcome to the twilight zone via the block. You know, fifth dimension, all that stuff. I've been I've been watching the Twilight Zone uh most of this week. And it's just like if you if you've seen or heard about the the Twilight Zone, the show The Twilight Zone, which came out back in like the fifty late fifties, early sixties. And uh it's basically it's a dope ass show. Like I should get into it. Don't call me old like my nigga Z nice did, but fuck y'all niggas. But I'm into I like good shit, you feel me? Stuff that um Makes you think things that make you go, hmm, if you will, something something like to that effect. But um, if you honestly just just take a step back, I, take yourself, remove yourself from this world, and actually like look at all the shit that's going on around us, and doesn't it really give off a feel like we're in the twilight zone? Like seriously, think about like all the shit that's going on. We got um, we're coming up Tuesday. Excuse me, coming up Tuesday, we got a vote. For either Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton, first female woman president, or our first dumbass president, well, not the first dumbass president, but the first elect that doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Like, that's like, really think about that. I never thought that Donald Trump would even make it this far. Like, when I first, when he first came out and announced, I thought it was a big ass joke. I ain't gonna lie, I was telling my mom and everything, like, ah, they're not gonna let that shit happen. You know, they'll find the person that they really want to, um, be the president, and you know we're just going from there, and they'll go up against Hillary. And I knew Hillary was gonna be the the front runner for uh, the Democrats, cause like I like Bernie, but Bernie was just like he's he was pushing too much hope, way more hope than Obama was pushing in the beginning of his eight years. Like he was like overdoing it, the shit that he wanted to do in a perfect world. Yes, all those things could very well happen, and he was just very uh, idealistic. I give him that, but I did like Bernie. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna front, but it was just like, come on, nigga, like how, how you think that's gonna happen if you know 42 or 43 other guys before you, including and including the one that's in there now, has tried and tried to fight for these things, and they could not, they were not successful with their fight. What makes you think? you going to be the one that's going to actually get in there and flex muscle and actually make that shit happen. Like, 
be be for real. Like, yeah, I know, you know, everybody has their their beefs and things they don't like about the candidates, but that's politics, bro. Like, it's it's always been that way. It's never been where we had like two perfect people, and you were just sitting there like, damn, who can I pick? Because like I like the the guy that's run, running from the uh, Republicans, but then again, like I'm I'm black, so I got to be a Democrat. So you can't you can't look at it like that because it's always been like a one sided situation. So when people, when the media pushes out, you know all these things um, towards Hillary, I I I know what it is. It's sexist. That's what that is because they she had to answer for the stuff that her husband had did in the past. You know, she apologized for the shit, the comments that she said in the past. People won't let her forget about it. They keep talking about these emails. And it's like, if it's, if Hillary was a man, say this this time around, Bill was actually running. He wouldn't have this much. It wouldn't have been as difficult. And it wouldn't have been this kind of, to this magnitude, it wouldn't have been. But um, it really feels like the Twilight Zone. Like a woman is about to become the president, I hope. Because, like, I don't know, I just had this eerie feeling like, you know, these motherfuckers might fuck around and and get Trump in here, and then we really gonna be in, like, we was on the outskirts, like, theme song shit of the Twilight Zone, we gonna be, like, full-on in the Twilight Zone, I'm not ready for that, I don't think my, my mental is ready for that, let me take a sip, hold on, it's mm. ah, that Sprite, sorry, I had to wet my whistle, but, um, yeah, like, you look at that, you got, then on the other side, you got Trump, which is just, like, he's a businessman, a, a TV star, whatever, whatever you want to call him and he's actually like could become the president come tuesday if you know people don't get out there and vote or if enough of them get out there and vote for him because everybody's at home like i don't want to and this is stupid and blah 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 blah. and it's just like you know everybody's entitled to their opinion but sometimes people's opinions sound stupid as shit it's like you can't really give me no no for real for real solid concrete answer as to why you're not doing it i don't want to hear about past comments and stuff that you know her husband did and all that bullshit and then i what i on the other side i don't want to hear is that people say in defense of trump they would say uh, i'm just tired of politicians and it's like motherfucker this is politics like you don't go get your car fixed by a nail tech you go get a mechanic you can't get up there and be like you know i got tired of dealing with you know mechanics i just figured i'd let you know lou check out my you know my my tires and shit like that's not how it works because you got to get people that's qualified for those positions that's just common damn sense or at least i thought it was common damn sense which like i said it all leads back to nigga are we really in the twilight zone like really ask yourself that like what the fuck's going on and then you know another thing they say is that you know ah, he just tells it like it is like so you want somebody basically that's um a bigot or you want somebody that's a bigot, or uh, a racist, uh, a misogynist, uh, a, you know, he's sexist. He's just all of these, all the negative things that you could think of, he is. And it's like, that's what you want to be like the face of your country. Now, granted, us people, you know, the normal, regular people, we, we already know what's up as far as like racism and stuff, you know, and justice goes in this country. We already know what's up when it comes to that because we got to actually live through this shit every fucking day of our life. And you got people from the outside looking in and this shit does, does not look good as a whole. And, you know, yeah, like I said, Hillary has done some fucked up shit. 
you know, the super predator the comment, all that stuff. But, you know, she apologized for it. And I feel like we as people, we got to stop. You know, we, we pick and choose what we want to what we want to do. I hold people to a certain standard. And it's like, yes, all at once upon a time you said those comments come to find out you didn't really know what those comments were because somebody was feeding you these things. So you said it. And now you look back at it and you're like, damn, I shouldn't have said that because I, I don't really feel that way. You know, they say she's a liar. Well, most politicians lie, guys. Come on now. All these things that, you know, people, they get up here, they got to sell us a drink. Because, and I'll honestly, when they get in there, uh, maybe one or two of those things can go down, but not all of those things. Because let's just, you know, you got to be honest with yourself. You're not going to get it all in the beginning. You feel me? And you may not even get it all in this lifetime. And it may not be for you, but you got to fight for for the future, for your children. If you have children, or your, you know, the younger people that are coming up. You got to kind of set up the the board for them so that they can play the game correctly and stuff like that. But when you just hear people talk, it's just you'll really be sitting there like, are we are we really in the fifth dimension that they was talking about on the Twilight Zone? Because, you know, back to back to the the TV show, like if you ever watched it, these these kind of things, you sit there, you be like, damn, can that shit actually happen? Or has that actually happened? Or is their imagination that that vivid? that you know they can paint up these things and kind of just make you think like for me me personally red likes to think red also likes to overthink you know i overthink myself into a bad mood like you know most females do most women do if we're honest with ourselves but it's like you think about those things and i just watch and i just be like damn like i bet that shit actually did happen because for me from my point of view i don't feel like you know yeah i'm a creative person but I know like the the lengths and levels of creativity, and honestly, there shouldn't be none. But it's like sometimes this shit is like somebody told you this shit happened to them, and so they was just like, "Yo, you gotta put that out there for the people to see." Or maybe they was just smoking, you know, he- hella weed, and they was just like, "Oh, that shit sounds funny. Let me go ahead and uh, I say that, you know, we'll put that in there and kind of get people's uh, wheels turning." And Furthermore, like let's go, let's go deeper, deeper into the Twilight Zone. You got to think of like, look at um, race relations. Like it's not good in this country at all. And if you sit there and lie to yourself and say that it is, then I don't know why you do some shit like that. Cause that don't make sense. Because you got to tell the truth. This shit is not. This shit is not good at all. And you could just tell. But, you know, look at the the uh, election. Look at how it's going down. And you can just tell that this is just not we're not in a good we're not in a good space. And but it's been like this. So I, I was thinking one day I was like, damn. And I was like, are we really was we really that naive to think that we as a people would never um, we would never have to deal with segregation and you know racism to a to a magnitude or a level that you know say our grandparents did or our parents did and i was like damn did we really think we wouldn't touch that part of history because you got to think history repeats itself especially if you don't learn the lesson from it the first time and <laughs> Charlemagne said before he said his thoughts on segregation which kind of almost makes sense it was he said it was a good idea but it was executed wrongly so what what he means by that or what I think he means by that is he was talking about it needs to be a, a split a separation between people that have sense and people that are just don't have no sense at all or just you know stupid or lack empathy you know people like that and 
I couldn't agree more with him because it's like, damn, you got separated. It should be like, you know, our, the the conscious versus the not so conscious or, you know, the, just the opposite. Not It should be based off of skin color because we can't we didn't choose to to have this skin or this melanin or anything like that. So it's like but things that you have a choice in. Those things, you know, to a certain degree should be like, yeah, you got to pay for that. Because if you want to be stupid, then I need to go put you over here in the stupid section with those people. So that way you won't bother me and and interrupt my energy and my vibe with your stupidity. Now, if you want to do segregation that way, that that will be okay. But as far as it is now, it's it's not it's not that on that on that level as it was back in the in the 60s. But. Just I always remember it could always get to that point. And that's what I have to tell myself. And it's like, because I was, like I said, I was naive like the rest of y'all, like everybody else. We was just in here, you know, living life, thinking we was free. We was brought up thinking, you know, Martin Luther King, you know, had a dream speech. And then, you know, everything pretty much just subsided until the next situation came, until like the 70s came with, you know, the Black Panther movement and then, you know, drugs. And then we just ushered in the to Reaganomics, you know, it just all those things. I'm sorry, I'm a history buff, but I'm, you're gonna learn something today in the Twilight Zone slash the block. But <laughs> so you just gotta know all those things, like it's set up because oh, and what another thing I gotta do, y'all gotta watch the um documentary uh Ava DuVernay did on Netflix 13th. If you watch that documentary, it'll really have your eyes open and you just end up like, damn. And because it's true, because we went from just being controlled. And, and locked in in a different kind of way it went from you know slavery to okay you know we'll pump drugs into the community then we'll lock them up for that and then it's, you gotta what the scary thing is that you sit there and be like well damn what they gonna try next because if they already tried the uh, incarceration and they were actually you know if you want to look at it from that point of view they were successful because that's what they wanted to do then they had the war on drugs and all that shit so they did all of that but you gotta I'm scared of like what's gonna happen next because that that's what I'm saying, like it all plays into the elections. Like which which way are you trying to go with it? And honestly, you know, you just get out there and you just do your part and just hope for the best. That's really all we've been doing in this country since, you know, I've I've only been here for thirty years, but you know, since the beginning of the country, that's how people have been doing. It's like, you know, we just gonna try some shit, pray that it works out. You know, if it doesn't then we'll go back to the drawing board. It's always been that kind of situation, which feels like a twilight zone. It really does. And then you have let, let's talk about this this men and women situation. My people, like literally, I've sat back and I think the roles have switched, and it's creepy to like see that shit for like growing up. And you knew you saw the roles because you know you had your mom, your dad, your aunt, your uncle, your grandparents. So you saw how it how it used to go down. You know the the wife would fix her husband's plate. You know the wife would take care of this. But you know I was born in the eighties, so it was into the point where it's like yeah I'm gonna do all of this, but I'm gonna go get this bread too. I'm gonna go get this money. So you ain't gotta worry about all that. You don't have to be the sole provider of the house. So that's that's where that's the era in which I stepped in. But now it's like in 2016, aka the Twilight Zone, everything is switched. Like it's flip switch. Niggas is out here gossiping like bitches. You know, 
you know, us girls, we sitting around talking like the niggas. We, we talking bad about niggas. Not in the sense of like he's a no good nigga. We just sitting here like, you know, I, you know, he, he throw good D, you know, he can eat a mean box. We say shit like that. Like we sitting around being, we, now don't get it twisted. Like when females have always talked like that, but not into a, a magnitude and a level of where we're at right now because I was sitting back, shout out to my sis April. We were sitting back chilling one day. You know how we do, blow one, whatever. And we just sitting there talking about niggas, you know, this nigga, wow, wow, whatever. And I'm just sitting there in the, in the back of my mind, like, damn, we sound like a bunch of niggas because we just sound so, like, so, so careless, so carefree. It's like, nigga, are you coming through or not? Like, it, we, we talking like that when it used to be, you know, back in the G, it was like a woman, was a woman, she was, you know, oh, I don't, I don't approach. I don't really do things like that with, you know, all these guys. And not saying that, you know, we hoes and no shit like that. We're not not to that level anyway. We just you know we enjoy the company of a nigga. Shit, I mean keep it keep it all the way funky. <laughs> That's just what it is. But then you on the other side, you got niggas sitting around. They they shooting the shit, but they they talking. You know they throwing dirt about you know the next nigga or the next girl. They be like, are oh, they you know I I fucked this one and you know she did this and this one she did that and they saying names and shit in which it's not good because it's like one or two things are gonna happen either them niggas is gonna run and tell that to somebody else or they gonna try hit that chick up to see if they can get the same kind of action. Facts and I say that based on facts. Just know. <laughs> just understand it because i i've seen it I've, I've been around it i ain't like it but it's like damn dude dudes really do that and then that what pisses me off about you niggas you you new age niggas i don't know if it's a new age or something or, or what i'm just dealing with but it's like y'all niggas instead of having a conversation to get into the bottom of some shit y'all just rather stop talking and i'm like who the fuck does that like that, this is childish Like if you got a problem With somebody Or an issue with somebody Don't hold it back Like no bitch It's like nigga You gotta hold You know grow a set And and talk it out Like what's the worst That's gonna happen Like a conversation Ain't never hurt nobody Ain't nobody gonna hit you It ain't gonna You know come to blows Ain't nobody gonna die It's like we just Exchanging words And we just trying to Get into a better Mind state Of like you know What's going on Because people just Would much rather Not address it And then pop back up as if you know nothing happens that happens or then you just never talk to them again so people in general i only deal with niggas that's why i said niggas but y'all gotta stop that shit like that shit is wild annoying like we hate nobody likes that shit like if you can't just say something like you know one word one sentence say something but like not to say anything it's like that's the weakest shit you can do, my nigga. Like you ignoring, you trying to ignore the problem and the issue as if that issue just disappears and goes away, and it doesn't because it's like the elephant in the room. Like it's always gonna be there. It doesn't matter how much time passes because even, excuse me, even if y'all can mend and even remotely work your way back, that 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 question is gonna come up. So you might as well just go ahead and rip the bandaid off, my nigga. Like go ahead and get this shit over with. And then there's some situations I get that you don't even feel like touching on. And or you get to a point where you get tired of talking about the same shit. That's why I'm like, damn, niggas, it's the Twilight Zone, bro. Like, seriously, why do I have to keep repeating myself? Or why do I have to, you know, say this so many times, so many different ways for a motherfucker to catch a clue? Like, I don't I don't understand that. Like, you can tell me no one time and that's it. Like, that's no cool. Moving on new situation and another thing while i'm on it hold on let me let me sip my my drink hold on 
And another thing, y'all niggas, y'all gotta work on y'all's approach, bro. Y'all approaching these the females these days, like it put me in a bad mood. So here's here's the story section of of the Twilight Zone. So I'm chilling, whatever. Somebody inboxes me on Facebook. Yo, what's up? Like I don't I don't know what you want me to say to you. Like what's going on? All right, no, nobody's. What are you doing? Uh, nothing. Okay. Um, you still smoke? It's like the fuck like why is that a leading question you don't know nothing about me but you want to know if i still smoke yeah we should smoke one day no we shouldn't i was like nigga what do you want do you want to get to know me or do you want to smoke one because either way the way you've led in to this is not gonna happen because you lead in with stupid shit i'm an adult i'm 30 fucking years old my nigga you don't don't talk to me like you would talk to any other female i'm not that and you should know that, like, based off of anything that you see, you should know that. And it's like, you're not going to get to know me over a blunt. That's not happening. Because Red don't smoke with everybody. And I just don't get down like that. That's never been my my thing. So it's not going to happen with you. You want to get to know me. Get to know me sober. Sober means fun, too. Get to know that. Start, you know, y'all, got, y'all just can't jump in the shit. Y'all want to skip past the courting and the dating and just get into just the 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 shit i just want to jump right in heads first you can't do that not with me and furthermore i'm not i'm not a sack chaser i ain't hard pressed for nothing i'm i'm a grown-ass woman i work every fucking day get my own bread take care of everything not saying not trying to say that in a way of like nigga i don't need you but it's like you gotta you gotta bring something more to the table besides what you trying to hand me that ain't gonna work like that's not gonna work and i don't understand why any other female would accept that but that's just them on a personal level on a a self-esteem level like that's just them that ain't that ain't me that ain't red bro like i'm not hard pressed off that shit no company no no conversation i got two you know i work on two podcasts it's like i ain't tripping off of none of that shit like you gotta come i'm not saying you got to come with something, you know, extravagant. But it's like, you got to come with something, though. Like, don't be showing up empty-handed. Shout out to uh, my cousin Lucky. Because she was chopping it up, I think it was like a week ago, probably a couple weeks ago. And she's like, at 30, there's three things a man got to have when he steps to you. Three things. And these are non-negotiable. He got to have a job. He got to have a car. And he got to have a place to stay. That's it. Everything else we can, you know, we'll draw up contracts and we'll, you know, work out the details like that. But any, all those three things, she she's spot on because, you know, when I was about, when I got my first car, when I was 22, I got my first car. So I was just, I'm, I'm, I drive, I'm driving. You know how you how you get, when you get a whip, you just like, I drive everywhere, I got it, I got it, you don't care. So it got to a point where, you know. I'm never gonna put myself in this position again. That's why it's kind of hard for you, for any any dude to really get close to me. But I was I was fucking with this dude, and he's a little street nigga, dope. You know what I'm saying? He's cool as shit. And I'm like, hell yeah, we about to be, you know, on. So I, every day, when I was working on like a little bullshit job. I think I was working at Target, so it was like hit and miss with the with the money days, whatever. So every day that I wasn't working, I was you know driving down the way. I'm kicking in with with him and his people. And we doing this, whatever. And then you know I I take him to work, or I pick him up from work, or do something like that. And then come to find out, like dude was still fucking with BM 
BM was playing on my phone, of course, whispering and shit until she realized I'm a grown ass woman. You know, you gotta talk to me. Like, call me with some, with your with your regular voice. Don't cuss me out. We can have a conversation. We can actually get to the bottom of some shit. So she was like, oh, well, shit. He just he told me he was just using you for a ride. Oh, okay, bet. A nigga ain't got a ride from me since, my nigga. Seriously. If he ain't coming up off no gas money, he ain't getting in my car. Like, he ain't, if he ain't fam, he he's not. Like, if it's a dude that I, I want to try to get with or have a relationship with, and he just think he just going to hop in. On, on my dime and you know write this and all that shit no that ain't happening can't nobody uh, it don't take you one time to burn me my nigga i'm out and that, from that from that point on it's always been with shit i don't know what you're gonna do like shorty you coming up off 10 10 or 15 or 20 my nigga i don't know because i ain't got no rap for you i ain't got no rap for you i just i i don't i don't like that feeling i don't use nobody else so i for damn sure ain't about to let nobody use me like that that shit ain't about to pop on on no love like that ain't that's not going down so you you kill that noise but um that's why i was like damn nigga we really in the twilight it's like seriously y'all and throughout my my breaks of what i what i gotta say i'm really gonna ask you that question and you gotta really sit back and think about that shit like damn are we really in an alternate universe where, you know, women got to be the men and, and now men want to be women. And then you got, you know, the, the social media shit is getting out of it's getting out of control like it's out of hand. So so crazy to the point where you got grown men on on Twitter, on, on IG in the comments having these these back and forth with people. And it's like, my nigga, you're a grown ass man. And you, if, if you don't know this person, then it's like. What's the point of having this this back and forth with this person? It ain't worth it. You got to have a, a, a tough skin. Not saying, you know, every once in a while you ain't going to, you know, get tight and want to say something. But it's like, is it really worth it? Like, you got to stop and ask yourself, is it worth it? So in the past, I think I took like a week off. So in the past two weeks, you know, you had Kanye. And I love Kanye. And I'll, I'll be to see him uh, next month. Can't wait for that shit. But the nigga got on stage and was just like, you know, talking cash shit about Jay. And it's like, if you my nigga, you know, come see me. Don't call me. And it's like, damn, nigga, he called you. Like, I'd have been mad if a nigga never even reached out to me if, you know, my family had been in a situation like that. But niggas ain't ain't never satisfied. And it's like, but my my situation, my problem with that is that there's a time and a place for everything. And if it's supposed to be like your brother, your brother, yo, whatever you want to fucking call him. And you have his number for you to get on stage in a public arena. Where everybody has cell phones and that shit's gonna go viral within two seconds of you saying that shit. That that just sound like some bitch shit to me. Like, nigga, it ain't it's not that deep for you to get on stage and, you know, bark all this shit. Yeah, we know Kanye crazy. We say it all the time, that nigga crazy, bro. Like and he is, because sometimes it'd be funny, sometimes it'd be understandable. But in this situation, if you got somebody's number and you legit have a problem with them, just reach out to them like, damn, like quit acting like the cell phones don't work. Like, you can't have a, a conversation to sit down with that person. Then you got, you know, Soldier Boy going off on Lil Boat. I mean, Lil Yachty, whatever the fuck you want to call him. They going back and forth over some chick, and the chick get thrown in the middle. And, you know, Soldier Boy is just being so, you know, belligerent. And it's clear, like, he's still on that shit, bro. Like, if you remember a couple of years back with, uh, who was that, Cat Stacks, I think it was her name. She basically, like, exposed him. He had so much cocaine and shit. Hold on. Mm-hmm. He had so much cocaine and shit. Like, he be tooting. He be out here lying. 
you know, doing extra shit and they going back and forth over this, this woman. And it's just like, why y'all doing all this shit on social media? If y'all have each other's number, once again, as, as a grown man that y'all want to go around and call yourself, you need to, you know, act yourself, you know, act accordingly, put yourself accordingly to that because you can't keep on saying this shit and then not matching up your walk with it. You feel me? Like you really got to be. A grown ass man ain't gonna get on social media and go back and forth, or he ain't gonna, you know, get on stage in a public, you know, arena and, you know, do all this extra rah rah for whatever. And I get it. Like, yeah, you have every right to be upset, but it's like, if, if that, like I said, if that's your man's, like you wanna claim it's your dudes, then just go, you know, hold a conversation with that nigga. Like, it ain't that, it's not that hard, it ain't deep. Excuse me, it's nothing is that deep. Like, I might call this the burp episode. Shit, this sprite got me burping and shit. <laughs> it's authentic. We'll, we'll say that. Let me see. There's some other shit going on that is just make you go, do what? What's up with the. Okay, so back on the social media tip. What's up with these, these dudes, like, rocking wigs and female. You know, mannerisms and shit. Like, like, what is that funny now? Like, did Tyler Perry open that that gate up for for those people? Because it's not. It was it was funny at first, and now so many years removed from it when it actually started. Shit ain't even funny no more, bro. Like, it's it's straight straight face material. Like, you sound like an idiot, and it's like, why do you pride yourself as a straight a straight man? To put on a woman's wig and to, uh, you know, have the, the mannerisms down pack and all that shit. Like, come on, bro. Like, that's, that sounds wild, stupid. And, and, uh, and it's tie up more stupid shit to ask the question, my nigga, seriously, are we in the twilight zone? Lil Wayne, bro. So, you know, not saying that, you know, everybody Everybody is entitled to their opinions, of course. I'll keep saying that because it's so true. Everybody's entitled to it. I'm not entitled to understand it, though. I'm not entitled to respect it. Do do whatever you want to do. But in this situation, you got Lil Wayne. And, you know, to set to set up what they, they're trying to put him in a bubble, his, his baby mamas and shit. You know, they say Wayne lives in his, his own little world, his own little bubble. And... So when when stuff happens, then, you know, he's not really, you know, moved by it, whatever. Basically saying what I took from that is that he lacks empathy for anybody else besides him, himself and I guess his kids or whatever. That's what I took from it. So he got on um, Nightline and I'm trying to figure out why they had him on Nightline. I do know he dropped a book, but Nightline, though, like Nightline used to be, you know, serious news. This is a big deal. You know what I'm saying? We're not here for the, the pleasantries. Now, all of a sudden, it's like now y'all like really clickbaiting everybody to, you know, check out Nightline. So he gets on there and, you know, he's at, if you watch the video, he's like bugged out his fucking mind. Like he's high as shit. You could just tell. And he just sounds like a straight up coon, like straight up 100 percent coon. Not saying that he should sound anything other than, but it's like, damn, nigga, dial it back a little bit. Like, chill out. So he gets on there and he said, you know, they asked him about the Black Lives Matter movement. And he's like, I don't understand. And uh, that doesn't affect me. and Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, racism doesn't exist. And my life matters, especially to my bitches. And when he said that shit, you know, of course, the dudes all laugh. That shit is funny. And it's like, no, it's not. 
like I met a status this week on Facebook. You, it, it gets to a point where everything's not funny. And some shit is actually a cause for concern. And that shit is definitely a cause for concern. Now, everybody was like, I don't know why I expect anything different. You know, his content does this, his content's that, he's that. I don't know why I'm upset. And it's like, I don't think we're upset as much as we're perplexed. Because we can't actually fathom someone that um, back in just maybe what is 11 years ago back when Katrina happened and he was making you know Georgia Bush and you know he made all these other songs in reference to saying that you know what happened in Katrina was racist and you know his people do wild wild whatever so I guess since we're here now he ain't really too much tripping off that I guess because he said New Orleans is straight it's you know it's cool ain't nobody flooding us out and it's like how'd your views change just that quick like you know that kind of shit still does exist because you can look at the the videos and the stories all around you to give you that proof that the shit still happens. So how could you sit up here and say these things about, okay, it's one thing to say you don't understand the Black Lives Matter movement. But just prior to that, you had, I think it was, when you look at this concert footage, it sounded sarcastic like he was, you know, trolling. I say rappers are the new trolls. And he was trolling people because he had a concert and he was chanting, you know, Black Lives Matter and all that shit, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, of course, when you say that shit, he was like smiling and smirking a little bit. So you can kind of see, you know, he's not really 100 percent serious about the shit. And, and to some people from the outside looking in at the, the BLM movement, it's. It it could seem a little, you know, what what does that mean? But all you gotta do is ask, and you know, ask the question to get the answers. So what? And also the age old thing that always been the case: if you don't know what to say, or you don't have nothing nice to say, say, shut the fuck up. Like just stop talking. Don't say nothing at all. Just reserve that because when you get out here on a on a grand scheme and scale of things, and you're on the the big stage. They're going to this shit, this kind of footage with the Internet around now, that is never going to leave. And that's always going to be a part of it. Like little Wayne is literally fucking up his own legacy because he could have he could have without saying those stupid ass comments. He could have been, you know, hung, hung his crown as one of the best rappers alive. He can't even do that shit now. He can't because everything after that. Because people are going to bring that shit up because it's always going to be something that you have to answer for. Or you feel like that's always going to be a question for it. Not saying that you're going to answer it, but it's like, come on. Now, seriously, here comes the question again, guys. Are we living in the twilight zone? Like, seriously, I'm going to wrap it up with this one, though, because it just recently happened. Beyonce, shout out Queen B. What's, What's up? Now, listen, you know, she's fresh off of formation. She's been pissing niggas off all all 2016 she's been pissing niggas off all 2016 and i love it and i'm here for it she's been in formation she's been that that topic of conversation like she said you knew you know you that bitch when you cause all this conversation <laughs> you know you about to make some some for real for real noise you about to piss a couple motherfuckers off so queen b she has a song on lemonade uh called daddy daddy lessons take a sip hold on mm-hmm daddy lessons it's a country song or at least it has a country feel to it i love it i love the whole album but anyway um she got uh to perform they asked her to perform at the cmas and she reached out to the dixie chicks to perform with her because the dixie chicks had been 
um, performing her that song on their tour as well. Now, let's pause right here. Back in, I want to say back in 05, around when Bush was in office, the Dixie Chicks, you know, were criticizing George W. Bush as they should. And, the, the, you know, the country folks was just not hearing that shit. So they kind of, you know, banished them from the, uh, the CMAs. Also, I believe it's what, excuse me, the lead singer Natalie said. Basically, they, they had vowed. 11 years ago they weren't going back to the cmas but you know when the queen b calls you know you gotta you gotta jump at that opportunity you don't want to miss that opportunity so you know press play we're back to you know the cmas they get up there and they kill it and um from the crowd you could tell like a couple people was into it of course because it was dope to me and i don't even like i like some country music but i ain't like buying a whole album or nothing like that like i'm a i'm a music lover kind of sore if you will so i, I fucks with all of it but i ain't about to buy like a whole album but i do like you know randy travis and shania twain and carrie underwood and you know i like the dixie chicks too they cool uh i don't taylor swift's not country yeah that's a whole nother episode fuck that bitch um <laughs> so uh they get up there they kill it do they think so come the next day um the cmas kind of like pulled all traces of beyonce from the social media and just was basically any collage that they put up was basically you know their artists you know they had they had dolly parton they uh honored her i think randy travis came out because he had, had a stroke uh I think last year or something like that this year i can't remember you know a couple of different things that happened but they didn't put like one of the biggest things one of the reasons they had high high ratings for like five minutes was was beyonce and the dixie chicks and they came out there and killed it so when they snatched you know all traces of that you know the beehive don't play the, especially the, the ones on they i'm i'm a beehive member but some of them chicks was like they'll, they'll go all in so they had to they tore they mentions up to the point where like i think a couple hours after the fact because everybody was everybody was sharing an article like wait a minute something's wrong you know btd you know complex all those um media outlets was basically sharing almost like hold on ain't no ain't no b out here wait a minute so when all that went down uh they went off and then all of a sudden they they made another collide and just kind of threw beyonce back in there like see now there was like the uh we had to get some approval and you know it's this and that it was like that ain't the reason that's not the reason why you didn't have a owner the real reason why is because you was getting so much racial comments in you know underneath your photos and through your through your outlets that you succumbed to it you basically bitched up to it and was just like okay well let's just kind of pull this off because you know I don't want to. It's like you can't you can't do shit like that. Like you got to be stronger than that. Like don't let a couple, you know, bigots, a couple races, you know, control your narrative when you got so much, you got so many fans and so much money and so much power that you got to be like, listen, we're not putting up with none of that here on our site, on our pages and none of that stuff. Because if you, you know, you have those kind of comments and people, if people want to be exposed that way that's all fine with me me personally i like my races up front that way i know who i'm not gonna deal with instead of you know the blanketed you know oh no it's not like that or i have you know a couple black friends you know those those token things i don't i don't like dealing with people like that like give me my my races to my face so i know okay i ain't fucking with that so i can decide to remove myself from the situation simple as that and that's what the cma should have did when it came to beyonce i'm just saying like you don't let that shit happen it's like damn i bless y'all show 
you know, and I do all this over the top. Y'all asked me to. I didn't like bombard the shit. It was like, ah, I'm just going to, you know, I'll, yeah, I'll come through, whatever. I don't care. That's fine with me. And she did it. And then y'all kind of like shitted on talking about we ain't getting no approval, man. You know what I mean? Award shows, throw that shit up. Like, man, we'll get approval later. I ain't worried about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Once again, my people, if you're listening, are we, are we seriously living in the Twilight Zone? Like, seriously, ask yourself that question. Look at what's going on around us in this world that we have to live in, that our kids have to live in. And we're like, damn. Now the question becomes, can we change it? Can we can we leave the Twilight Zone? Can we get back to where we was? Like, there's so many questions I, I have. I don't think anybody has the answers to. I think it's just a, we on a, let's wait and see. I think that's... That's where we're at with it right now, which is <laughs> scary nonetheless. Very scary. But this has been the Twilight Zone slash the block. Let me uh pub what's about to happen. Listen, three two one podcast with DJ Z Nice, Code in the Clutch, yours truly, your girl Red. We got another live event coming up. Um, Wednesday. November 23rd, 8 to midnight at Visa V. We are doing R&P, which is Rhythm and Podcast. And that's just, that's our R&B night. Like I'm telling y'all, y'all got to come out, you know, get grown, get sexy. We're going to have uh, drink deals. I mean, we got drink specials. I'm sorry. Drink specials. Uh, you can get you a 321, which is going to be, we're sponsored by Jack Daniels Tennessee Honey once again. So a 321 is the Jack Daniels Tennessee Honey and some ginger ale. Like I'm trying to tell you, it's five. And it's going to be $5. Like you can't beat that. And we're going to have $5 wings too. And the wings there, let me tell you something. They wings are amazing. And they also got these good ass chicken wraps. Listen, when you, if you, when you come out and you see me out and you like, damn, what should I get, Red? I'm going to tell you what you should get, bro. And we're going to have some hookah, too. And we're going to have some singing, too. We're going to have um, Junior J's coming through. We're going to have Corey Black. We You know, so many more coming through. I'm trying to tell y'all. Y'all don't want to miss this. The perfect way to segue into your Thanksgiving weekend. Y'all come out and have fun with 321. Y'all know how we get down. Y'all going to get some, you know, y'all might get some free merch again. You never know what you might get with us. That's why you got to come check it out. And it's like I said, November 23rd, 8 to midnight. And make sure y'all keep tuning into the show. Also, 321 Podcast is everywhere. Banshee's Block, my block is everywhere, dog. Like, come on, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Specker. We everywhere, bro. There's no reason. For you not to be listening to the block, and we just gonna keep climbing and keep going three, two, one. Also, you already know how we do. Follow me if you're not following me. You new to this? You like the Twilight Zone? You know, let me know. I just, you know, Red had to vent a little bit. I had to ask some questions, get some shit off my chest, thoughts that you know go through my head. See if some of y'all agree with me. I take the comments. You know what I'm saying? Let me know what you dig about the show. Let me get because I can't even get. I'm not doing old theme music. I ain't doing no theme music on this one because I really, we just got to get into it, bro. Like, we just got to go back. You know? There is a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. 
This is the dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call the Twilight Zone. It's the Black Yacht. Thanks for listening. And we out. Hello. Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cashback one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply.